podcast with Apostle Matthew Tillery. Let's hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying to the church. All right, here we go. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Good afternoon. Good evening. Good morning. It all depends on where you are and what time it is. So we are certainly grateful that you are tuned in to the Advancing the Kingdom podcast. I am your host, Matthew Tillery. Once again, we are very grateful that you are tuned into the podcast tonight. Look, I'm really excited tonight. I'm excited about what's happening in your life because I know some great things are happening. Even if some, even if you are in a bad place, some great things are still happening in your life. Well, Tillery, why do you say that? If you are alive, some great things are still happening in your life. So I'm just grateful tonight. Once again, welcome to the Advancing the Kingdom podcast. Listen, if you are on social media tonight, this morning or this evening, if you're on social media, go ahead. If you're on Facebook, go ahead and hit the share button. And if you're on YouTube, go ahead and subscribe to the ML Tillery Ministries YouTube channel. ML Tillery Ministries YouTube channel. And we will be so honored and grateful for you. Listen, tonight is going to be an exciting night. I'm very grateful to have with us tonight uh, uh, none other than uh, the sheriff of Edgecombe County in North Carolina. It's an honor to have you tonight, sir. We greet you in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus yeah. Christ. Listen, go ahead, and, go ahead and give us some hearts tonight as we welcome Sheriff Clee Ackerson to the podcast. Yes. Thank you so much, sir, for coming on. You're welcome. You're welcome. I, I really appreciate you being here tonight. Yes, yes. So, I, appreciate, I appreciate being here, man. I appreciate you, brother. Yeah. How, how are you feeling tonight? I, mean, I feel great. Look, it's Monday. <laughs> my Mondays are long, but only for Pastor, uh, Pastor Matt Tillery. I'm here. I Look, I really appreciate that. Uh, much love. Much love here, sir. Oh, yeah. Much love. Much love. Listen, so so let's go ahead and get into the conversation tonight. We have about 30, about 45 minutes or, or an hour, or however long you want. Look. You're special tonight, so whatever you want, we're gonna we're going to make it happen. Hey, Matt, I know you all night. I can tell you that. <laughs> so look, you don't want to hang out with me all night tonight on this podcast. Sure. No, sir, it's <laughs> all right, so so let's let's go ahead and get into the conversation tonight. Look, no so I know you're doing some great things in Edgecombe County, North Carolina, with the uh, as a, as the sheriff of of Edgecombe County. So how how long have you been a sheriff, and and what prompt you? to to pursue that office because that's to me it's a special office and you you have to have a special kind of mentality to to really you know have to to be in that office so so what prompted you uh you know to to, to move in that that arena as, as the sheriff of edgecombe county man you, you you know matt it's like this man god has ordered my steps as a leader uh pretty much all my life uh for those that don't know i was working with the north carolina state highway patrol for about 20 years. And I always had a vision of just changing uh, the, the scope of how people view law enforcement. Um, I gave it some thought uh, maybe 10 or so years ago, but I'm going to tell you how this thing came about, Matt. Uh, Matt, I probably had one of the best uh, careers in the world. I was working executive uh, security uh, for Governor Cooper at the time and man, oh, traveling, wow. around, traveling around state of North Carolina eating steak and potatoes and, <laughs> and cookies and tea and all that good stuff, meeting a lot of good, good people. And man, you know, um, good citizens of Edgecombe County, they, you know, and they contacted me. You know, the the, uh, the honorable sheriff Knight was uh, perhaps rumored to step away, and and people wanted Edgecombe County to be left in good hands. 
Um, Sheriff Knight was my friend for over 20 years and also my sheriff for over 20 years. So I only had one sheriff since I've been in this county. It's been Sheriff Knight. Wow. So I wrestled with this thing. And, uh, man, I went back and forth and I wrestled. I'm going to tell you, Matt, spiritually, man, I was saying, you know, no, no, no. I got seven years of retired as a state trooper. I am good. Leave me alone. <laughs> I'm going to stay in Raleigh. And I tell you, I had some sleepless nights, man, because God was trying to open a door for me. And wow. I was trying to hold the door shut. Uh, wow. And uh, myself and Governor Cooper had a conversation. And uh, even as a governor, he reassured me that uh, I was a pretty decent leader. And uh, I should that he hated to lose me, but go, go, go venture out. So that's how I became the sheriff, man. Some great people here to help me get to where I am. It's some people that are laying in their graves. My grandparents that have helped me get to where I am. Um, so in 2017, I won an appointment here in Ashcombe County appointment process. And man, I'm here. And uh, we've been doing some great things ever since. Awesome. Awesome. That's awesome. You know, you said something about God directing our paths. Yeah. It's kind of like I never had a desire to pastor a church. Uh, and it was nothing that I grew up dreaming about that. Hey, man, I just want to be a pastor one day. Look, that that was never at the top of my agenda. Right. So right. I, so that's something I never, never you know, wanted to do. But when right. God is directing your path. Uh, in our paths, we never know where he will take us. You, you never know. And, and the thing about it, uh, stepping into the, the shoes of a sheriff, people say, well, he doesn't have the experience to be a, be, be a, be a sheriff. And they were right. But uh, God calls the qualifiers and he equips us. Yes, sir. So, so my job is to lead man, lead with compassion and lead with respect and integrity and professionalism. So uh, uh, my guys teach me every day. Uh, but one thing they can't they can't do harder than me every day is love them as hard as I can and show them compassion, show them compassion for the people. So uh, uh, my grandparents taught me that yes. and nobody can nobody can take that away from me. Right. Uh, so, uh, man, I'm happy, Matt. I've got a great team, man. Yes, sir. And, and I got some great citizens that I serve. Yes, sir. And and I think, you know, that you said something about loving the people. And that's I think that's one of the criterias yeah. of building a, a, a great team. Yeah. You know, when when folk when folk uh, when folk realize and, and, and they know that you care about them, you love them and you will do anything for them as a leader. You right. know, you you have some great followers. So right. so so that's how you develop relationships. You know, great teams are, are built out of uh, great relationships. You're exactly right. And, and I love you, you and our relationship because at the end of the day, it's not about degrees with me. It's not about a bachelor's degree. It's not about a PhD. Those things are all well and fine. But man, relationships. Yes, sir. Apostle Tillery can get me in the doors that degrees can't. Yes, sir. And and so I try to teach that to young people as well. As you navigate through life, build positive relationships that take you a long ways. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Exactly. So I, I certainly honor that. Look, what, what is your greatest challenge as a sheriff, as the sheriff of Edgecombe <laughs> County? What is your greatest challenge? challenge and i'm sure you have many because that position that alone i'm sure that there are many challenges that you have but but what are some if you care to share tonight what are some of your greatest challenges as a sheriff yeah yeah matt the biggest thing is recruiting and retention uh it's hard to hire good people and i think one of the things that a phenomenon that we're seeing all across america is uh everybody think they can smoke marijuana a week before they come try to get employment and 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 that is tough. It's happening to us all across America. And 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 man, so what, so you're saying that that a lot of folk they want to come do the application and go through that process, and and they 
they're 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 consuming that that type of stuff, but yet they want to go through the process of the application, and you catch that stuff. Right, and, and we tell them, Matt, we say, look, you're a good candidate. Uh, three months out, we say you're a good candidate. The sheriff gonna hire you, and man, a week before we give them a drill, they say, hey, we spoke. To, and, and it's something. It's a phenomenon that's that's catching all professors all across the world, and we really got to monitor this. So that's the greatest challenge: reten- retention and recruiting. I want the citizens to understand all across in every state, every county, uh, no one's really knocking the door down to, to, to get in law enforcement. So when you see a man and woman that's in law enforcement, understand that we leave our families every day to go protect yours. Right. That, right. that, is, that is an awesome, that's, that's tough, man. But once you slow it down to think about it, uh, that we're leaving our homes to make sure everybody else is safe. Right. I'm really scared that as we move about in society, that we will not have enough law enforcement to protect us. Wow. And that's one thing, I'm just talking about all across the world, and right. it's a scary thing to really think about that people will be left unsafe because at the end of the day, I know more good law enforcement than bad ones. Right. And right. I always tell the good ones, we have to speak up when there are a few uh, bad apples here. And there. So the good ones have got to speak up. Right, well, exactly, exactly. And I think we're, you know, not think, I know we're in some challenging times now and, you know, and the Bible is being fulfilled. So we're certainly in some, some ch- very challenging times. Right. So, and, and, you know, and, and so, so I, I, my thing is that, you know, you need to have all the personnel that you need uh, to make sure that the county is safe because there, there's probably coming some stuff happening. That's probably what happened. It's just the climate that we're in now. It's like yeah. everything is on a, is a, is a time bomb, like ready to explode. You know, it's is. It is. It, it just so much happening now. So, yeah. so we certainly appreciate that you are able to do the best you can with what you do have there, with the personnel that you do have, and I, I, I think you and know that you're doing a great job with that, uh, in terms of what you're working with and those that you have there now. So you're certainly doing a great job with that. Right, right. Thank you too, Matt. And 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 I, and I can tell you this, man. Uh, another challenge is making sure one is you know you know with the recruitment, but two is making sure you have that budget to try to get what you need. And three, which is big, big to me, is holding my staff accountable. Right. Uh, as as a leader, man, you know when I lay my head down at night, I need to know that I got a a capable lieutenant or sergeant that's out that'll let me get some rest. Right. So I can be ready first thing in the morning. So uh, and and we teach that here to Edgecombe County Sheriff's Office, be accountable for the decisions that you make. Right. I understand that ultimately I am the leader. I'm, I've, I've got to be held accountable. But as an individual law enforcement officer or detention staff or front officer or 911, be accountable for the decisions that you make. And just know when you sit before me, I need for you to tell me why and how and justify why you made that decision, whether it's good or bad. And right. so it's holding my staff accountable. So that's big here at Edgecombe County Sheriff's Office. Yeah, I was just getting ready, ready to come back with that. So sounds like to me you're saying what you're saying, and you just said it at the end that you're holding your staff accountable. Yes, we got to. You know, as leaders, if you don't, man, uh, things will start to stink if right. you don't, and right. they can go back quick. You know, I tell my staff sometimes they tell me I'm I'm too strict, um, but uh, just like social media, I have a I have a lot of young uh, officers in the detention and uh, and uh, deputies. But I tell them once you get on social media, be careful not to like or post on politics, right? Police right. videos, uh, and religion, right. because when you post or like those three things, right, 
there are time bombs, like you said, because nobody would never see eye to eye on those things. And as a public servant, right. we have to be really careful of how we post or respond to religion, uh, police videos, because, you know, you can go back and forth with citizens about that. Right. And politics. The only politician here to Escom County Sheriff's Office is me. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Awesome. And I know sometimes, you know, so many things be happening in your life. And right. even myself, there, there are certain things that I, I just can't post. <laughs> it's not it's not because i don't want to <laughs> and you, you know what pastor I, I i i put down six sentences and bagged out all and you do it because once you think about how damaging it can be right you gotta erase that stuff you gotta think about how many people you'll you'll affect right, uh, right. if you let that mess go out you know right exactly you're right yeah you know, you're right so so we have to be careful with that so look, what what a, this is a big question here, it's, it's, and we probably can have a conversation with this all night, but but we'll we'll throw it out there and, and see where it goes. But what are some of the things that the church can, uh, I, I guess, assist you and your agency in making our communities better and safer? I wow. I, I, I know that's a that's a lot, but I, I think that. As, as a community of churches, uh, you know, I, I think there are some there are some more things that we could be doing in the community. Matt, um, man, this is dear to my heart because the church is the resource to the community. Wow. Um, we cannot arrest our way out of issues. Wow. Most people that we deal with, they need somewhere else to go other than jail. Right. Uh, I right now I'm currently housing about 200 inmates. Wow. And 75 of them need other uh, other things other than jail. Wow. Uh, other resources other than jail. Right. Whether it be uh, uh, if that drug addiction or the mental mental health, uh, or maybe they're homeless and law enforcement just say you know they just keep walking through somebody's yard, not committing a crime, but uh, a citizen just don't want to walk through the yard. Next thing you know, you get them for trespassing or something of that nature. And then they come to jail. They can't bond out. So right. so the church and I and I love the church because my grandfather, for those that really know me, man, uh, he, he was he was a, a preacher. And the the church is the resource. It's no other. Wow. It's no other to me resource that you can get that spiritual healing. You, you can get you can find a plumber. You can you can you can find a guy to lay carpet. You can find a, a school teacher. You can find it at the church. And so so the resource that can help a sheriff's office or a police department. Um, and I said, tell people all the time, man, just show up down here and pray for us. Number right, one. Right. It, it doesn't take five, 10 minutes right. uh, uh, to uplift uh, a hurting soul. Right. You know, right. I, 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 our deputies, uh, they see so much destruction and I can tell they're hurting. Right. And and sometimes I wish that I could have uh, 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 40 or 50 people from different churches to wrap their arms around the Edgecombe Sheriff's Office. Right. And 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 just say uh, some kind words to help up them, because when you, you deal with this destruction day after day, man, it, you can get buried in it. Yeah. You can get buried in it. So so the church is a resource. You know, when I start thinking of, thinking of other things, Matt, is uh, cleaning up our neighborhoods, man. Uh, partnering with us to clean up neighborhoods. People call me all the time. Sheriff, they're throwing trash out. And, and, and I tell people all the time, I stopped this uh, because I didn't like this as a state trooper. 
uh, I share with people, we're not we're not the trash police, meaning that used to you can go in garbage cans or what trash bags along the side of the road, and and you pick up find addresses uh, where people are throwing out trash. Right. But uh, today you have needles, you have all of that stuff, and so it's right. dangerous for the law enforcement officers to stick their hands in those bags, and they become become really really dangerous. Right. You ask me that again, Pastor. Uh, men, boys, women, girls, we need to be in your company. Right. We need to be in the company of people uh, that can have positive conversations because we want to cross these families late at night. We need to be able to call and reach out to a church and say, hey, this family needs prayer. This family needs they need to be able to to, to come where you are right now. Can you meet us? Right. Uh, because, man, we've got to turn into social workers at one in the morning, at nine right. o'clock in the morning. Right. Uh, we need help. Uh, you say, how can you help? We need help with domestic violence issues. I was on one Saturday night just coming in and heard one of my female deputies going. We couldn't find a resource for the for the uh, female to go to. Right. And luckily we found her another uh, shelter to go to out of out of uh, out of county. So we ended up taking her to Ronald Rapids. Right. But that could easily be somewhere for a church can just pay for an overnight or two night stay in the hotel just so she can be safe. If not, man, that that depletes our resources. Right. Uh, you know. It's so much, you know, uh, when you think about law enforcement stopping drivers in our, in our county, because we don't have in big, bigger cities, public transportation that right. can get you from Rocky Mountain to Tarboro to Greenville. So guess what? These law enforcement officers stopping that same guy. He's got to feed his family or she right. got to feed their family. They got to drive to work and they get stopped four and five times with revoked license. I wow. say this. The church van that sit on the church property all week long could be moving, helping some of these people. Uh, get to work, right. but if, but but instead they keep getting stopped by law enforcement, and they keep getting further and further behind. You know, right? Uh, uh, it, it's just it's so much, Pastor, because the church is the resource, man. Right. Uh, everybody right. can't get to the boys and girls club, right. so we've got to make sure there's something after school for the for the community that you serve. Right. You know. So, so much. I listen to you. I can talk all day, Pastor. Oh, no, no. I was just listening that you, uh, that's, those, those are some vital points that you made. And so I think there has to be some type of collaboration uh, mm -hmm. between the church and, and law enforcement. Mm -hmm. I think that bridge has to be built uh, right, right now in, in right. the community. It's a lack of trust. Uh, right. So, so how do we get that, you know, how, how do we get the trust back? And you just gave a lot of a, a lot of things that we could do to get that trust back, I believe, with with law enforcement, <clears throat> because you know I I I I believe that you know when I when I call nine one one, I want to see a police officer, so you know and 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 I'm pretty sure all of all of us when we call nine one one and 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 if we need a police officer, that's what we want. We don't we don't want to see a fire truck when we need a police officer on the scene. Right. Right. <laughs> And, and you said a mouthful there. You talk about trust. Trust is big. Trust. Trust goes both ways. You know, I listen to sometimes, and and I have these conversations all the time. This right here, what me and you're doing, Matt, is called a relationship and trust. Alert received. Uh, Possible know, stolen vehicle you hit. You know that you can call Unit me eight hundred and seven at any given time. Is that is that you? That's me. I, there's no uh, way I can do that. I oh, get a oh, alert. Oh no! That's, I thought somebody stole my vehicle. I was getting ready to run, <laughs> run, run outside. Yeah, I, I get alerts uh, on my computer when something is stolen. So, um, so yeah, uh, it's, it's, it, you said a matter of trust, man. Um, how do we build that? Just like we're doing right now, 
Right. Uh, I've got to you. You've got to ensure that I'm training my staff the right way. And right. I've got and you've got to ensure me that when you get to the microphone on Sunday or Bible study, that you're you, you're saying the right things about a relationship with law enforcement, because that's what I'm doing with my guys uh, uh, here. The Edge Come Sheriff's Office to let them know that, hey, uh, uh, I know some good clergy and therefore us doing the right things. Right. And I, and I think that works both ways, because. Uh, I do have some, excuse me, some clergy friends um, that they'll say some things and I say, hey, man, that, that was kind of far out there. And so what happens is you have law enforcement that are watching these things and say, hey, man, I thought Pastor Taylor was a good guy. And so we really got to be watchful of the words that we speak and how we say them. Right. Uh, but trust is trust is daily every day. Right. Every day. I remember having this conversation 20 years ago, Pastor. You know, where does it start? Where does it, where does it end? Is some bad uh, negative law enforcement interaction is going to get us right back to having this conversation. Right. And so right. once you build that trust, something happens in California, something happens in Raleigh, something happens in Florida, and right. we're right back to starting the trust conversation again. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, uh, and you know, one of the things that you you just talked about it, we we are actually, you know, we you and I we have a relationship, right. friendship, you know. And but but we're taking it tonight. We're taking it to a, a, another place, right? Uh, in terms of law enforcement and right. my position as a pastor. Right. So and and there's a there's a narrative that's even being created now. I hope it's a positive narrative because right. folk take their they'll take a conversation, they'll spin it right. to whatever they want. Right. <clears throat> but I believe that this is a positive conversation tonight because we're talking about we're talking about the church and we're talking about law enforcement. Right. And so we we want to do whatever we can. When I say we, I'm talking about myself and 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 my and the and the ministry that I pastor. I want to be involved. You know, I want to be involved with the Edgecombe County Sheriff in terms of what is it. And you and you gave a bunch of stuff, so I don't need to ask that question no more. Right. Right. I just need to get with you now and let's create a plan. Right. Let's create a plan. We can't do it all, but we can we can do something. So right. let us do what we can to assist you to assist you and your agency in making sure that the, that the folk of Edgecombe County, that they're, that they're getting some of the resources that, that we can provide that they need. Right. And, right. and, and so let's create, ch change that narrative and, and start creating some positive things. So we're on, I believe we're on the, on the right track tonight. And, and, and another thing, uh, 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 Matt is, uh, uh, our inmates, uh, right. they're not going to be in jail all the time. Right. And and uh, I can't get back there and minister and pour into them as much as I want to. Right. So so man, I, I'm open tonight uh, for any clergy, anybody that 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 uh, are faithful members in, in the gospel, man. Uh, especially clergy. Uh, if if you want to get people wrong, where they they're not gonna go anywhere. They're not gonna run out. They're right here in the jail. Right. Because they're gonna get out, and they need spiritual uplifting. Uh, and so I encourage anybody that want to come down. And right now we, we're operating the program right now, trying to teach young men back here in our facility of how to be good fathers. Uh, wow. They just started that program last week. So that's what I'm about, man. You know, at the end of the day, we've got to change people because they're not going to be in jail all the time. They're going to be right back out. Right. And hopefully, and I tell all of them at least don't come back and this is not the place for you. So while they're in, in jail, We've got to pour into them. So, yes, you're talking about how the church can collaborate with that. Right. Man, you know, holidays, things of that nature, man. If you want to 
or write something good to them because if they're broken down back then, in the back, they give my staff uh, uh, problems. But if right. they're uplifted back there as an inmate, man, that makes the night go smoother knowing that somebody or church is reaching out to them. Right. So not just my staff, but the inmates that are housed. Right. Exactly. <clears throat> exactly. And then and then ultimately, you know, they, they are humans and, and they just did some stuff and, and you know, and, and got in that place. But but at the right. end of the day, they still have potential in them. Yeah. Um, you know, God has placed purpose on the inside of them. Uh, right. So that, so and, and they are human. So so certainly we want to get, get involved in that and we'll have more conversation about yeah. that. But you said something earlier. I'm not going to go there tonight, but we probably will come back whenever you get a moment to really have this conversation, because this is going to be a separate conversation because you started talking about uh, that you was teaching them how to be good fathers. Yeah. Now, that's another whole conversation. Oof. And I really want to dive into that conversation. I really want to. I want to go to it to it tonight, but we can't because it's going. We, we, just can't, we can't go into it. Let me raise my hand. What we're trying to teach them is, uh, it's not always about the baby's mother, uh, uh, but you got to have a relationship with that child. And we we see so many guys back here that's got two and three different girlfriends and baby's mothers, and we want them to focus on the children. Uh, but I think sometimes they get caught up. And who the baby's mother, who they're talking to, versus focusing on the child. And so we're trying to teach them focus on focus on being a good father. So you're right. That is a tremendous conversation that we need to have in our community. And I love to have that with uh, all clergy, especially these guys in the back, because they don't know how. We think they assume because they're 20 and 30 and 40, they don't know how to be good fathers. Right, right. So we're we're we certainly we'll look we'll check your busy schedule and, and yes, see. Sir. You know, we'll, we'll we'll get together on that. But look, I want to also I was I was looking at the news this morning and something popped up that, that caught my attention. And it's House Bill 101. Um, wow. What What is that? Because it was talking about some guns and some of the stuff that I that I heard. I said, wow, this is going down the wrong path right here. Matt, Matt let me put my glasses on because something <laughs> I want to read to you about. That. <laughs> let me put my glasses on. House Bill 101. And we always talk about. Our safer communities, the gun violence. But House Bill 101 says a little bit of this, and everybody needs to read this for themselves. The bill would allow anyone with a concealed handgun permit and who is exempt from having to obtain one to carry a handgun on school grounds if the school grounds also house a place of religious worship. The bill will allow for the carrying of a handgun on the premises of school grounds only when the premises are not being used for extracurricular activities for educational purposes. But let me drop down and, and, and show you, as a sheriff, this is what I'm concerned about and all the sheriffs across North Carolina. This bill will eliminate the requirements to attain a pistol purchase permit before selling, giving away, transferring, purchasing, or receiving a pistol in this state. Currently, a pistol purchase permit issued by the sheriff is required to sell, give away, transfer a purpose. Let me tell you, everybody that's listening, as a sheriff, the bulk of my day are spent on permits. Wow. I am charged with making sure uh, guns get into the right hands in Edgecombe County. Unfortunately, sometimes they get around me and other sheriffs. There may be a clean-cut young lady, a young man that may buy a, 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 try to get a permit for the girlfriend or boyfriend. That background is squeaky clean, and we call that straw purchasing. But at the end of the day, some of those are hard to catch because sometimes kind of like, how do I deny that young lady because she's clean. Here's the issue that we're having. 
when these gun dealers, if you take that out of the, that uh, uh, authority, out of the hands of the sheriff, uh, we go above and beyond making sure we uh, uh, do some backgrounds on these people that are trying to come get these weapons. Uh, a background could be clean, but we check Facebook. We call other neighboring agencies. Have you ever heard of this guy? Have you ever seen this guy? That's that's how in detail we do here at the sheriff's office. But your background may be clean, but you may be associated with a group that don't need a weapon. Right. So now you're trying to take that authority out of the hands of the sheriff and give it to the gun dealer. And they don't have time to do thorough uh, 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 checks that we do. And at the end of the day, it's business for them. It's not business for us. We, we don't have anything to gain. We just want to make sure we keep these weapons out of the hands of, of uh, irresponsible people. Right. Uh, so this is scary. We start talking about gun violence. And keeping communities safe, this bill right here scares the heck out of a lot of us. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. And people need to pay attention. Yeah. So, 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 what you're saying is that I can just go to the gun dealership, purchase a gun, and and they will do a background versus the sheriff sheriff's department. That's it. And it's it's yep. That is it. Wow. Yeah. And and so and so this is what's scary for a lot of us. Because, like I said before, I do a lot of checks with uh, police departments. Um, and, 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 you know, some of them get around us. Uh, it's, it's no other way to say it. Some of them get around us. I deny uh, 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 several people. Uh, and some of them don't even call me back to even check because they just want to see if I'm going to catch it. And that's, right. that's how serious this is because they are called. I, I've, I've had young ladies call me, uh, Apostle. I've had young ladies call me and say, Sharon, why did you deny me? I said, because. Uh, your your boyfriend is a is a is a leader of this particular gang, and they'll right. say yes, sir, thank you, and hang up the phone. It, <laughs> it can go as simple as that because I called it, or my staff called it. Right uh, here, when we're checking pistol purchase permits and CCWs, uh, I got a clerk that's skilled at it. One of my captains look at it after her, and sometimes my executive assistant will look at it because she's skilled as well. And the fourth I set of eyes and look at it, it's me. So right. we have full sets of eyes that look at these permits. Versus now you're going to a gun dealer and you don't have four sets of eyes. So this wow. is dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like that at all. It is dangerous. Yeah. It's so not, I got to keep our community safe. I can tell you that. Yeah. Now how about concealed permits? Is that part of, was that part of the package as well? That part of that bill rather? Yeah. Well, well that that's pretty much for what I can get. It's pretty much just the pistol purchase permits. Uh, okay. The field is a little bit more in debt in that. Okay. So, uh, so you still there's still a background by the sheriff's department for concealed. They'll go dive into that one. Yes. Okay. Great. Great. But it's dangerous, you know. Yeah. However yeah. you look at it, um, we're trying to make sure we remove uh, weapons out of irresponsible gun gun uh, uh, citizens' hands, irresponsible gun citizens, and this just kind of just takes our legs from up under us, you know. Right. Right. And, and you'll be amazed the amount of guns that uh, Edge Come Sheriff's Office. And, and our uh, police partners in our county are taken off the streets. And it seems like the more we remove off the streets, the more that are coming on the streets. So it's extremely dangerous. Right. Yeah. 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 I, you guys certainly have, have, have a, a tough job. Oh, yeah. 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 Well, look, that's pretty much my 30 minutes is, is almost is actually up. But I really appreciate I don't want to take too much of your time. I know you're still in the office and you're ready to get home. And get I'm some good, good man. Food. I'm just messing with you, man. I'm good. I'm good. I can talk to you all night long, man. Yeah. So is there anything else you want to share tonight? You know, I, I think to everybody, uh, man, guns in school, we, we really need to pay attention to this. 
Yeah. Uh, seems like every week there's a school somewhere. And I know parents are on edge, the teachers are on edge. Uh, we really had to pray for our community everywhere, from elementary schools to universities, all alike. I, I say to citizens all across us that's listening to me, the goal when you have a police interaction, whether it be negative or positive, uh, I'm one that you can call me direct. Right. One. Um, uh, I'm not one that, that if you have a negative or positive uh, law enforcement interaction, go straight to Facebook and the sheriff know nothing about what's going on. Uh, but I'm one if you contact me direct, we can handle it. Uh, we can handle it and we can dive into it. The ultimate goal that I want to share with citizens that are listening is for if you have a contact with law enforcement is for you to go home safe and the law enforcement officers to go home safe. That's the ultimate goal. Right. Uh, uh, everybody needs to be calm. Uh, and, and I'm saying this on both sides. Uh, neither the law enforcement officer or the citizen need to be yelling and irate and all of that good stuff. Right. That can only go bad. And I share with you this, Matt. Uh uh, the North Carolina Highway Patrol or the Edgecombe Sheriff's Office, they didn't teach me de-escalation. Right. And when right. I hear people talk about these these kind of uh, – uh, we, we, we give people classes, and, and and they make a whole lot of money. My grandmother taught me de-escalation. Two fools hollering at each other are just two fools. <laughs> right. I, don't care, I don't care what kind of profession you have. So my grandmother taught me when somebody's talking loud, you just talk calm. And, and so that was instilled in me as a child. What we've got to do, man, seriously, Matt, what we're saying, I, I've been encountering some disrespectful young people. Right. And this is crazy. And, and unfortunately, God has given me a gift of know how to bring young people down. And unfortunately, you know, a lot of law enforcement, man, that's that's got to be a skill that's learned and it's taught. So I'm just encouraging all citizens, man, if you have a negative, and I like to hear positive things that law enforcement are doing. People email right. me things all the time. I said, look, I hear negative enough. Share with me some good things they're doing because they are doing some great things. I know a lot of great law enforcement. And if they're doing some negative things, call me. I had a phone call this weekend. I'm sitting in my living room on uh, Saturday. There was a chase that came to Edgecombe County. And, right. and, and the lady, and lady, she had a good point. She said, them deputies came past me and almost ran me off the road. And I pulled all the GPS of all my deputies and they were Wilson County deputies that came in. So, you know, but at least I got her the information that she needs. She said, Sheriff, I'm so sorry, but thank you because now I can use it as a teaching point to teach my deputies. People are paying attention. I just want to encourage citizens that we work. I'm in a position, Matt, as the sheriff, uh, I work for the people. Right. It's good not to have, and I don't use that term boss. I don't have a boss. Right. Uh, I don't answer to anybody, and that's and God has given me an awesome responsibility. Uh, right. I answer to 55 citizens in Edgecombe County, the 55,000 uh, uh, citizens approximately in Edgecombe County, and the ones that do vote, that's who I answer to, right. and it's an awesome position that God has put me in. Right. Well, God certainly chose, chose uh, it was a great choice with you. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> So what God, he would only make a do a uh, God since he since he's God, he wasn't going to make a bad choice. Right. So, look, we appreciate all that you do in the county. We appreciate appreciate your leadership. Uh, just doing some great things. And, and when you have great leadership, you have the respect of, of your, your your personnel and have the respect of the citizens. You know, you can do some great things. And um, and I and I see that with you. Uh, I see how the citizens respect you and, and your, of course, your. Your, your your agency, your personnel, they, they, they have that respect for you as well. Yes. So really just appreciate once again all that you're doing in the county. We, we appreciate law enforcement. 
throughout the country. And yeah. so before we get off tonight, I just want to uh, pray for law enforcement tonight Thank you. and just lift all law enforcement up tonight before we get off the, the this uh, podcast so father we thank you tonight and just glorify your name lord we just god honor you tonight you're just so awesome you're so great and father we thank you tonight for sheriff atkinson we thank you god for the edgecombe county sheriff's office we thank you god for all local law enforcement god city of rocky mountain nash county wilson county edge uh, franklin county all counties wake county God, we just appreciate all law enforcement and just ask God that you will continue, God, to bridge that gap, Lord, between law enforcement and the citizens, Lord, that we have uh, that a greater narrative will turn out in all of these stops and in all that's going on. Lord, we just ask that you will protect them as they go forth and do their jobs. Ask God that your covering will be on the law enforcement throughout the United States. Put your hedge of protection around them, Father. And we just thank you, uh, God, as they provide safety to all of us god when we dial 911 and need a police officer father that's what we want uh, so we just thank you and ask you to ask you that you would continue god to to be with them and continue father to protect them and, and cover them and keep them in the mighty name of jesus amen amen love you brother yeah i appreciate you so much sir i appreciate you uh appreciate all you're doing man keep doing what you're doing thank you and i love you man in the words of Matt Taylor and keep paddling, brother. Keep paddling. Love you, sir. Love you, man. We'll All see right. you. Thanks for joining our podcast. You can email us at mltilleryministries at gmail.com or call 252-977-3002. Until next time, let's advance the kingdom.